Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Robert, so what are you looking for in your next head coach? Well, I said at the beginning, and is this the closing question? Because if it is, I'll just say... um, you know, we're looking for someone who can help us get back to the playoffs and win. And that's, believe me, after my family, this is really one of the two most important assets in my life. And I am very upset when we don't win games, and it carries the whole week. So I promise you I'll be focused to do what, what I can, the best I can do to make sure we're putting ourselves in the best long-term position to win for many years. Brian just said this in my ear. Just yesterday, he's like, yeah, we're, we're going to make sure we're doing what's best for the team and we're going to really do like a full-on like canvassing seems to be the implication. And less than 24 hours later from that press conference, that was at 2, Two to like 2.20 yesterday. And it's hour number three. Jones and Mega with Arcan here on WEEI. You heard Robert Kraft say that yesterday. Less than 24 hours later. At what time? Like 9 this morning? 8.30 this morning? Mayo was announced. Reportedly announced. And the team has since confirmed it. That he's the next coach. So like. They were yeah, leaking again. Yeah, but just yesterday he's like, oh, we're, we're really going to make sure we do the right thing. It was already done. Well, that's what he thinks the right thing is. I guess. I just feel like. How do you even know if you don't even try to go out and look around and talk to other names? Which is part of the reason why I don't love, in fact, I hate uh, the announcement that Mayo is the next coach. He might be good. I just wouldn't hire him here, number one. I'm not a big fan of defensive coaches in general, Bill Belichick coaches specifically. And also, how do you know you have the right guy if you're not even willing to interview other people? Uh, But we're also continuing to work our way through the Seth Wickersham story. Uh, up now at ESPN. It's a doozy. It was the Patriots' way until it wasn't. Uh, They're warring over, meaning Kraft and Belichick, over Brady, Mack, among other things. Uh, I keep referencing this uh, Jonathan Kraft detail because Jonathan's in here. And if you read the story, Jonathan lobbied his dad to keep Brady, a.k.a. he's the reason Brady's still here. And he also was done with Bill last year. Okay, here's that part. Over the years, those in Kraft's orbit have heard the owner put down Belichick at every opportunity. We read this earlier. 
a source close to Kraft said. The game was no different, and this was the game in Germany, I believe, right? This was right. the, the indie game in Germany. Kraft's open mocking of Belichick, a common line was the great intelligent man, he said sarcastically, was the worst kept secret in New England. But totally amicable and mutual. <laughs> a great moment yesterday, shaking each other's hands. That wasn't fake at all. The great intelligent man. And he was putting down Bill at every opportunity. And then he wants that moment yesterday. Ugh. Although he denied saying it through a team spokesperson, Kraft used that line too many times to too many people for it to remain a secret. So he denied it, but too many people heard it and confirmed that, yeah, 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 Robert would say that. The great intelligent man. It's not even like a good zinger. No, I, I mean, I agree. <laughs> you know? It's really not. It's not even like a, you know, I know he's a divisive person, but... Trump gives nicknames that stick. Oh, I mean, Trump is to say what the, you want about Trump. That man can that man can get a nickname that will be attached. That's for sure. The great and intelligent man is just it's not the great intelligent man. I call Wisconsin basically Fat Canada. That's what I've always called it. It's just not much of a zinger, really. You know, no, Fat Canada. That's how you get a nickname to stick. That's a nickname with some pop. <laughs> In late 2022, according to a firsthand account, which Jonathan denied this week, so the crafts are denying stuff left and right in this story. Uh, through a team spokesperson, Jonathan was talking to friends when one of them brought up New England's losing season. That guy's got to go, Jonathan said about Bill. Quote, he's done. You want to pick up on that before we get into the Mayo detail and some other Bill exit details? Jonathan was done with him in 2022. I think Jonathan was probably done with him well, well fair, before that. Fair point. And so that was that's again, like you talk about uh, it was well enough known that that was a zinger of a nickname that the Crafts had for Belichick. Like it was a pretty open secret that Jonathan Kraft and Bill Belichick were oil and water for sure. And so Arkan, uh, if we're reading the story correctly, Jonathan, I mean, Robert was ready to move on and let Bill move on from Brady, but Jonathan kept him and Robert hung on to Bill for too long. And Jonathan wanted to move on earlier, but it was Robert who stuck with him. That's what I should take away from this story? 100%. And also, it was Jonathan who uh, made that interception in the end zone. It was Jonathan <laughs> who uh, threw that pass uh, to Gronkowski in the yep. Super Bowl, you remember? Uh, yes. Uh, that led that, led to that one touchdown. Jonathan who made the Edelman catch? Yep. Um, yes. Picked it right up there. He, he had he was responsible for a lot. It was him who kicked the uh, field goal in the snow against the Raiders. <laughs> him uh, sacking Matt Ryan to take them out of field goal coverage. That was tremendous. That yeah, a moment. I mean, that really was a great I just moment. Thought, I don't understand how we could do this to Matt Patricia, <laughs> you know, who really took credit for a lot of these things already. Uh, by the way, Wickersham adds, word leaked around the office that if Belichick were gone in 2024, football operations would be split between Robin Glazer and Jonathan Kraft. Patriots coaches and executives thought that the Crafts quote-unquote meddling got everyone spun around, a source on the personnel said. They then have a detail on Gerard Mayo uh, that we read earlier. Mayo sometimes brought a baseball bat to meetings, swinging it around while the rest of the coaches had their heads down. Oh, how dare he! Projecting an attitude that was separate from the rest, a favorite son. Jonathan and Senior Vice President of Business Affairs, uh, Robin Glazer, who I referenced earlier, would chat with staff off to the side, asking why the head coach had made certain decisions. The subtext of those conversations that life in Gillette Stadium might be different soon. Doesn't that not seem very weird to you guys? The bat thing? They're sitting in a meeting and one guy's walking around swinging a bat around. So, like, yeah, but but Arkin, we work in a 
sports radio. It's in like any the setting, that's a good professional point. Unless, unless, unless you're a baseball team, maybe. If you're a baseball team, okay. okay. Wait, so you're saying it's weird that it's in the story, or you think it's actually weird that Mayo was walking around I think with it's baseball? It's weird day? that Mayo was doing that. Oh, so I, I, oh, be honest, I don't think that's weird. I don't at all. really think it's that weird I either. I see people do that here, but again, we're very casual. I just think it's an indication that Mayo was carrying himself a certain way. Like, I, I don't know that the bat to me is it, but I guarantee people in the building and. You know, uh, close to Bill, I'm sure, looked at it and said, well, Mayo knows he's the next guy and he's not carrying himself the right oh, see, way. To me, it sounds like a bunch of tryhards who I never like this kind of person. The person who needs everyone to know how hard they're working. Mm -hmm. Look at me, boss. Look how hard I'm working. Look, I'm here first. I'm here last. Right. Look at me. My head's down. And Gerard's like, he knows he's got it made. He knows that he's the chosen one. So he's walking around with a bat. He's having fun. He's... Probably, you know. So you think that's weird, Arkin? Kind of, yeah. Chopping it up. It's a, in like meetings, you know, like if sounds, one thing again, he's in his office or whatever, and he's just screwing around. But like in big like team it's meetings, the guys in the meetings problem. He's strutting around with a yeah. baseball bat. I don't I don't know, know, if you're offended by someone walking around with a baseball bat, that's a you problem. That's I weird. Just, how I'm working hard and I'm trying to make something of myself, and this guy who has done nothing in this league is just effing off and goofing around. Yeah, that would bother me. The bat thing has done that nothing you in this too? league and is effing around. He got a job based on what exactly? I got to be honest. I can't believe I'm side on their side. What do you mean he hasn't done anything? He as was a given a, a head coaching position he didn't earn. As a coach. He as a coach. As, he worked as a basically a defensive coordinator for years here. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he's getting it early. But I, would, I think you're going, first of all, you don't know the other people in those meetings if you're talking about people who find themselves in a job because of the Belichicks. Fair. I mean, you can find someone from the lacrosse world who lands in there. Yeah, I would say Gerard Mayo's probably more football qualified Mayo's got a bad than guy one of those guys. Sticks. Everybody's just got a Look, different Yeah, person. that's probably what offended them. They're like, whoa, he, this is... This is passive aggressive. He's with the other spring sport Here, right now. Here's all I'll say. I guarantee you Mayo was carrying himself a certain way, but I, the bat to me is not like some smoking gun. Like I'm actually no, I'm with Mayo on like this a one. Freaking or Mayo. nerd ratting out. Oh, and he thought he was so cool walking around with a baseball bat. Meanwhile, the rest of us are burning the midnight oil. I'd say shut up, nerd. <laughs> Big question of the day. Bro, work harder. How do you feel about Gerard Mayo replacing Bill Belichick as head coach of the Patriots? Do you love it? Mego, you like it. Arkan, you're meh about it. I hate it. Uh, the leader in the clubhouse is meh with Arkan, almost 40%. 37% like it like Mego. The meh super pick coming in. 14% <laughs> love it. Uh, I haven't met those people. And 10% are with me on hating it. Continue to vote there. Uh, one more detail before we get into where Bill could go. I know Ryan just told you it's Atlanta. Phenomenal work. If you missed that, we're going to get that up on the Odyssey app. Bill we got to play it again. Bill went down to Georgia. Oh, no, we're 100% playing okay. it again. 100%. Uh, but just real quick, since we said it, Florio had a detail last hour on Gerard Mayo and why the Patriots move quickly. It could have been too late as soon as Monday, Florio writes. If the Patriots had not elevated Mayo, he would have received a predetermined buyout. Per a source with general knowledge of the procedure, the buyout would have been not subject to offset language. It would have been a cash payment to Mayo as the alternative to giving him the job. Instead, he got the job quickly. So the implication there is the Crafts move quickly because they didn't want to pay Mayo to go somewhere else. So no coaching search. If you wanted a coaching search like me, you're not going to get one. Meanwhile, Bill, I'm sure, is going to have his own search. You ready for this? This is from the Wickersham story. Kraft didn't want, to, uh, didn't want it to be how the relationship ended, a source close to him said. I may have clipped some of that. What was he referencing there? Instead, another source uh, said Kraft wanted a soft landing approach for Bill where there would be a negotiated settlement. Oh, uh, this is what he didn't want. He didn't want, you know, uh, a poor ending between the two and, you know, uh, the bill burning it down. Money isn't the object here, the source said. The optics are. 
Nobody knew that more than Bill how sensitive Kraft could be to public perception. Hence the hemming and hawing, not moving on from him last year, etc., etc. Belichick wasn't going to make it easy on Kraft. In quiet moments, Belichick over the years has mused about running football operations at another team. Hmm. He's mused in quiet moments over the years about running another team. The Giants, a team he reveres. Washington, near where he was raised, Mego. How about that? Hmm. And even Arcan. Well, too late for that. Dallas. Hmm. Because he has a good relationship with the Jones family, and it would be a fun way of sticking it to Kraft, who has always uh, asked voters why Jones is in the Hall of Fame as a way of asking why he's not. But in the end, Belichick didn't want to be in the executive suite. Okay. So you you rule out Washington because of the Peters hire? That's what you're saying? I think so, yeah. And you read I, the- I Well, I also just don't think that he's a fit for what it seems like Josh Harris is trying to do there. And you read the... When we talked about Bill earlier this year, we latched onto this when the Patriots played the Cowboys. He was super weird. Over the top in his praise well, for... Well, he was super weird with Washington, and then with the Cowboys, it was like the greatest franchise Yeah, no, world. that's what I'm talking about. Forget the Washington part. He was over the top for Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, their facilities, their everyone, history. Everyone but Dak. Everyone but Dak, it's true. And so that caught our ear at the time. And Bill is mused about the Giants. He's mused about Washington in quiet moments. And even the Cowboys are, can just to stick it to Kraft. Huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, musing about all those things is fine. One of them's got an opening right now, and the other one you're going to have to wait out. So, you know, it depends on how quickly Bill wants to Bill wants to make this process happen, how quickly he wants to be in a new place. It would behoove him to wait a little bit, I think. Yeah, maybe not that long, knowing it's the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, it could be right. It could be by the end of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, he wants to keep coaching. When situations get tense, Belichick has long liked them to play out. His calm during stressful moments might be his true superpower. And I think of staring down Pete Carroll in 2014, uh, or I guess uh, February of 2015. He believes he loses leverage when he moves too fast. As the season went on, there were whispers around the league and within the Patriots building about what might life might be like without him. Uh, coaching the Panthers, the Bills, the Bears, the Bengals, the Cowboys, the Commanders, or even the Eagles if their late-season tailspin ends in an early playoff exit. It's interesting he stuck that in. But for the most part, Belichick seemed most interested in staying put. If Kraft came to him after the year, he would make it clear to confidants his plan was to say that he had done his best with what ownership wanted, with Mayo, O'Brien, and hiring outside on the scouting side. He wanted to force Kraft to decide. Quote, he's going to have to move first, Belichick said. And that's what happened. Bill said, I'm here. I'm under contract. I'm showing up to work. And he forced Kraft to make the move. And yesterday, the move was a nice moment. And again, Bill's body's still warm. And now we get this from Seth Wickersham. We'll continue to work our way through it. 617-779-7937. And we're going to look ahead to the playoffs this weekend. Speaking of Dallas, could they lose this weekend? If they do, Mike McCarthy could be out. Bill could be going there. Same thing with Philadelphia. Uh, We're going to talk to Aaron Schatz. Get a preview of this weekend's playoff matchups. You can check out Aaron Schatz and his work at FTN Fantasy. We'll get into, uh, well, some of the gambling aspects, some of the matchups for this weekend's Super Wild. We need wild. all the help we can get. I was going to say, Super Wild Card Weekend. We're going to do that right after trending with Arkin. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From what I'm told by a variety of sources, the Patriots would not have to go through a lengthy process, would not have to fulfill the Rooney Rule, would not have to do the other DEI obligations of every other team. The reason why is because they established Gerard Mayo as the successor to Bill Belichick. They did this contractually with his current contract. They made it clear before the season and they communicated this to the league. In, in that case, similar to what Baltimore Ravens did with general manager Eric DaCosta, similar to what the Colts did with Jim Caldwell, and similar to what the Seahawks did with Jim Mora, in that circumstance, the Patriots could simply hire Gerard Mayo and make him the next coach. Certainly, this could be sooner. Seeing Rappaport with details on Gerard Mayo and his contract a year ago. A year ago. And as Mike Florio points out and adds to that report from Rap Sheet, uh, there was a buyout in there where the Patriots had to act quickly to make Mayo the next guy. So is that what's best for the football team? How do you feel about that as a Patriots fan? We've been asking you all day long here on Jones and Mega with Arkin on WEEI. Uh, most of you are pretty meh about it. 40%. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Right in the middle. Shmeh. And that's fine. I'm not a fan of it, but it's mostly the process that I don't like. There was no process. You going to talk to Jim Harbaugh? You want to talk to the Seahawks and see if you can get a an avenue to reach out to Pete Carroll? How about Nick Saban at Alabama or How formerly about at Frank Alabama? Smith? You can just talk to somebody. Hey, what do you do? Tell us more about your offense so we can replicate Frank it. Frank Smith, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick. There's a million net. You're not going to talk to any of them. You just know that Gerard Mayo has a limitless ceiling, according to Robert Kraft. How do you know? Honestly, how does Robert know? <laughs> you haven't left the halls of Gillette in 25 years. When he it interviewed comes Mike Grable, to, too. That's yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> outside of that, like, how do you have any idea? How do you know? I know he goes to league meetings and he hears things, but it's like they're not going outside their orbit. It doesn't sound like they're going to go outside their orbit at GM either. Mego, who do you think it's going to be? GM, I think it's going to, you're just setting me up no, here. But I, but I, I also am genuine, gonna, I genuinely think it's curious. Gonna, they're going to promote from within. That's what all the buzzing around it is. Who specifically? Maybe, I don't know, pro- maybe Macro, but probably not. 
maybe Elliot Wolf, which is my regional accent. Thanks for bringing it up. That is not, that's not, I don't think that's a regional accent. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Wolf. You're telling me everyone in Maryland says it that way? Ask Rob Bradford. The first time that we met, he I said that word, and he was like, oh, that's so funny. My no, no, wife no. is from Sandy Spring, Maryland. She no, no. says it that way, too. Ooh. Gerard Mayo, that's Maryland. Okay. That's Maryland. So is woof. so is Woof. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So if he were if he were the GM, oh no, you're right. You know more about. If Maryland he were the GM me. of the Commanders, it would be Elliot Woof. That's what everybody would be calling that's, him. That's probably what like eighty percent. No, because not all Commanders fans are Marylanders. What's Some the plural? Can you say? Can you say what the plural is of that? Woofs. <laughs> hey. So dumb. That's not that. That is not how people talk. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I make this up. Yeah, I, I'm, I, mean, I make you're the this only up. Per- you're not the first person I've met from Maryland. You're the only person I've ever heard say it that way. Oh, really? I've never Who heard else you know from Maryland? I, I told you a couple of days ago. I went to a commander's game. They go to a different game. school. Okay? No, no, I told, I, told you, I told you this a couple of days ago. I went to a commander's game with a very good buddy of mine from Maryland. Give me his address. I, I want to know where he grew up. I, right outside D.C. Uh, 617-779-7937. She goes to a different school. Arkan's right. He's totally from Bethesda. You guys wouldn't know her. They totally don't say woof. Yeah, she does. She does stuff, man. Lots of stuff. Woof is so inside the beltway. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I just, it's so, I think it's a wasted opportunity to not even look around. And if the reason you didn't is the buyout, that makes it even worse. I agree for the record. I do. I agree. I think you said it for 25 years. You've had it one way. You've, that circle has only gotten smaller and smaller around Belichick and everything in Gillette right now is just from a web of Belichick and it hasn't been working recently. It would it kill you to go outside and at least get a perspective on what other teams are doing, other ideas that are out there, other approaches. I'm sure Gerard Mayo is going to have his own ideas and his own approach and it's going to be different from Belichick. So I don't want to take away from that, but a different perspective can you at least try it? I'm not saying you have to hire it, right. but hear him out. At least go, that's what I hate about it. Not even going through the process. If you went through the process, I'd probably call it a sham. But you came out the other side and Mayo was the best candidate. Fine. At least you talked to other people. But at the same time, you do have so much to do this offseason. Like, you do you do have to get rolling Mayo, on this. What have they been doing for the last couple of months other than leaking stuff to Seth Wickersham? What else have they been doing? They made the decision on Bill hiding, months ago. Hiding the baseball bats. Ed on Twitter. <laughs> At uh, Jones WEEI. Jones, you're absolutely right. Companies should always try to make a big deal out of replacing senior staff. It's good business. Maybe take a day off from manufacturing rage. No, I. So Washington should just promote from within for their coach, right? They shouldn't go outside the building. They were a four-win you know team. They, they really should have done that when Mike Shanahan was the offensive yeah. coordinator. Because if you ever look at his staff, it's literally every successful head coach in the league right True. now. Carolina, it's like the opposite of the Belichick tree. Carolina, you should just promote from within. When you move on from Frank uh, Frank Reich, you should just promote from within. That's what all these teams should do, right? Makes a lot of sense. I mean, Vegas, maybe. Maybe Vegas. That's Vegas that's a real working one. out for them. But that's not just promoting from within. That's actually seeing how the players responded and how the team responded on the field. Which I mean, is that's one not... of the reasons, and people shouted this down, one of the reasons why firing Bill in season I didn't think was the worst Thank idea you. in the world. I know you wanted to Thank you. maintain this uh, air of, well, it's going to be a nice amicable breakup, but you could have at least gotten an idea of how these guys respond to Mayo. You have no idea. Thank you know you. how the defense responds, and they seems to be a good relationship. You don't know how the rest of the team's going to respond to him. Yeah. So I, I felt that way at the time. We talked about this at the time. Oh, you can't fire him in season. Why? You might have gotten a look at Mayo. And maybe you wouldn't have liked what you've seen and you wouldn't lock yourself in for the next three, four, five years, however long. Uh, we're going to talk to Aaron Schatz. He is the uh, chief analytics officer at FTN Fantasy. Uh, we'll give you some gambling uh, angles on this weekend's super wild card matchups because, quite frankly, if you've been listening to our NFL picks, they have not been good. Uh, one more detail here from Wickersham uh, before we get to Shots and your phone calls. 
Uh, as New England's season started to wind down, it became clear the Patriots would again fail to make the playoffs. No. Kraft groused to his fellow owners, telling them he wished he had a winning team. Mego, how'd you read that? Grouse to his owners. He grouse to his fellow owners. Oh, I'm sorry. No, this is the next line. Sorry that right. you had a takeaway on. Ownership told confidants that they felt the game had passed Belichick by. This is what jumped out to me, and it's um, it's just me quibbling with the wording of this. It mm-hmm. just raises my antenna. Is it ownership goes from Robert Kraft said this to ownership, and so I was asking you, like, is that just because you don't want to say Robert Kraft again? Is that because it's Jonathan Kraft or is it that because that is such a bold statement to make about Bill Belichick that nobody wants it attributed to them directly, directly. to their name? It's a great point. Even somebody around them doesn't want to say, I heard Jonathan say that. No, no, no. They, and there are other quotes in there that Robert denied, but there are other quotes in there directly attributed to Robert. Not this one. Good point. Ownership told confidants they felt the game had passed Bill by. I agree, by the way, but youch. Coaches and players started to rally around their coach in a way last seen during Spygate. I guess. I mean, during Spygate, they, you know, won a lot of games. This year, they won four. Uh, angry at their coach's job status, someone in professional and culturally uh, thin air, was a constant debate topic. The Patriots beat the Steelers and the Broncos, two teams with more at stake than New England on the road in December. Kraft skipped those games, by the way. FYI, as Reese reported. It mm. was clear the team hadn't quit. Yeah, you think that's what it was? Well, I saw no quit they in Bill win Belichick. win a lot of games, Jones. You know? <laughs> I saw no quit in Bill Belichick. Special teams star Matthew Slater said at the end of the year. Was that on this show? Uh, if you had sat in our meetings this week, you would have thought they were getting ready for the AFC title game. Quote, the Crafts should be ashamed of themselves, a Patriots assistant coach told a confidant. Still, no matter how frustrated Kraft was during the year, he tried to keep options open. He had a vision of getting a draft pick for uh, Belichick. If Kraft fired Bill and whiffed on a replacement, he would have to have watched Brady win a Super Bowl as a Buccaneer and Belichick become the NFL's winningest coach for another team. Belichick rode the coach uh, or the coaches hard down the stretch. His program does not allow anyone to quit. Every meeting has a meeting to prepare for it. Every conversation has a conversation before. Every drill has a drill as a prelude, but the building felt different. Belichick spent more time alone in his office, and over the decades, he'd give assistant coaches projects toward the end of the year, preparing for the draft or free agency. He did not do that this year. In one staff meeting, Bill O'Brien got angry with Belichick during a discussion about running plays. He stormed out. The rest of the coaches were quiet, unsure of what to do. Belichick let it go, knowing it would all be over soon. So this again, don't don't buy the myth that Robert Kraft woke up on Monday and said, gee, what am I going to do with Bill Belichick? They knew, and they knew for a long time. And Jonathan wanted him out as far back as 2022. 617-779-7937. Uh, we are joined now on the Harbor One Hotline by Aaron Schatz. Uh, he is the chief analytics officer at FTN Fantasy. He's previewing these uh, super wild card weekend matchups. Aaron, how are we doing? Hey, man, I'm good. We uh, we understand you uh, now. Do you do you know Christian per- Ar- Arkan? You know uh, Aaron personally. I know his people. Oh, so you guys yes. you guys have similar people. You run in the in the same circles. Yeah, we got so we got similar people. Okay, well, shout out to those people, uh, Aaron. We're we're interested in these matchups this weekend because if you've ever listened to this show, as uh, people out there driving around have, we are not so hot on our NFL picks. So we want some insight on Super Wild Card Weekend and the game that most intrigues me. And I don't know where you go on this, but the game that most intrigues me is Matthew Stafford, his return to Detroit, Rams and Lions. How do you see that one shaking out this weekend? I mean, that's a really close one right there because the Rams' offense has been so good in the second half of the season. 
especially when they have everyone on the field. Like when they have Nakua and Cup and Williams and Stafford all healthy and on the field at the same time, they are a fantastic offense. But their defense is mediocre, and their special teams are terrible and could like just randomly cost them the game <laughs> the way it did against Baltimore uh, when they let up a punt returns touchdown uh, in overtime. So uh, Detroit has been a good team all year, but they've declined a little bit, especially the pass defense. Uh, cornerback Jerry Jacobs has really fallen off, got benched in the second half of the season. So it's a pretty tight matchup. Uh, I like uh, Detroit, you know, to be favored a little bit to win, but the Rams are pretty close to them. So, Aaron, thanks for joining us. I have my eye on, like a lot of people, this Dolphins at Kansas City game because I love a weather game and the forecasts out there are so crazy. You're looking at a team coming from Miami, even though obviously Tyreek Hill has a lot of experience there. How unpredictable do you expect that game in particular to be uh, betting on an offense that's as high-flying as Miami playing in those conditions? Right. I mean, uh, I believe it is supposed to be the third coldest wind chill for an NFL game ever, which I don't think you can really predict what the effect of that's going to be because your sample size of games that were that cold is three, and one of them was in 1967. <laughs> oh, that's, so, that's super relevant, though. <laughs> Uh, I mean, listen, Kansas City's run defense ranks 27th in my ratings, and Miami's running game ranks third. But it's not what you think of as a cold-weather running game. It's not a power running game. It's a misdirection and speed running game. So I, don't, I honestly have no idea how the cold is going to affect that because it's such extreme cold. We just never see games like this. Aaron, as uh, Jones just told you, we had a very bad year picking games, about as bad as it. We tried everything. We tried costanzing ourselves. We tried all of it. <laughs> Nothing worked. Uh, we were very, very bad. So let me just ask you a general question here. What's different about betting playoff games than regular season games? I mean, I honestly don't think that much is different. It's, you know, the same teams are playing each other. You have to look at how they've played recently. You can't just look at the whole season. You want to look a little bit at the trend line of the last couple of months. Um, obviously the bye week matters, so that's, but that's next week, right? You want to give a little bit of a boost to the two teams that had the week off and got everybody healthy. Uh, but other than that, I don't think playoff games are particularly closer than regular season games, even though I like underdogs this week. I think, you know, you bet them like you bet the regular season. You look at the matchups and you look at these games and you look at how good these teams are and you figure out, compared to the spread, you know, which way to go. Why do you generally like underdogs this weekend? You said that. Why, why do you feel that way? Yeah, my, my ratings just have the teams closer together than I think the people who make the, the lines in Vegas have the teams, in, in part because my ratings have San Francisco and Baltimore so far ahead that it makes the other teams are closer together by comparison. So, like, for example, you know, Buffalo and Pittsburgh, that line is 10 points. I think it's moved to 9.5 at this point. In a snowstorm. Like, I understand that Pittsburgh is missing. I understand that Pittsburgh is missing TJ Watt. But given the inconsistency of the Buffalo Bills, how hard is it to imagine that the Steelers can stay within nine points of them in a snowstorm? 
So one uh, one other game that I think is going to be fascinating from one perspective with the quarterbacks and quarterback experience is the Browns and the Texans. You have the Texans with rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud, who's been having a fabulous year. And then you have the Browns with Joe Flacco, who's had this surprising resurgence with that amazing defense on the other side. When you're betting a game like that, how much do you weigh the experience of a quarterback against a rookie quarterback that appears as talented as uh, C.J. Stroud looks? Uh, you know what? The experience variable doesn't really matter to me. I'm interested in how good the quarterbacks are because history is filled with quarterbacks who in their first time in the playoffs went all the way. Uh, we know it pretty well around here because Tom Brady, but also Kurt Warner, and I could name a bunch of them for you. So, I mean, could C.J. Stroud do that? It's possible. I don't think the team around him is good enough to do that. But the team around him is pretty good. The thing is, Cleveland's defense is so outstanding that as long as Blacko is just an average quarterback, Cleveland is the better team. Aaron, uh, you just mentioned Tom Brady. He said earlier this year that there's a lot of mediocrity in the league and uh, implied that it was sort of a down year for the NFL. Statistically, did the numbers back that up? Well, offense was down this year overall around the league. So that is absolutely true. And I think there's an element of the next generation of quarterbacks uh, is young, right? Stroud and Love, uh, give them a couple of years to mature and join guys like Mahomes and Allen and Prescott and Lamar Jackson, and, and we'll have to- a great group of top quarterbacks, and I think offense will rebound in general. I, You know, uh, throughout the history of sports, athletes have always said uh, the players were better in my era than they are today. Like they said that in the 80s and the 60s and the 40s and the 20s. So, of course, they're still saying that now. Uh, before I let you go, Aaron, and this is uh, separate from the weekend, you just did the uh, the Pardon My Take experience, right? You were on that podcast as well? Yeah, I was on it. Uh, it came out today, absolutely. Now, how to, uh, and, and not that they need uh, any help with their audience, but uh, we'd encourage you to go check out Aaron Schatz and that appearance there on Pardon My Take. But how did, how did that go? It went really well. They were really into me. Uh, they were into the uh, analytics, which was pretty cool. And uh, we talked about trying to measure grit because, you know, they're big Mike Allstott fans. <laughs> no, I do uh, I do know that, but it's it's like, you know, it's almost like what we were just talking about with, with Brady or like this other intangible, right? Like I'm, I imagine in your mind this would be an intangible. Coaches that may be coaching for their job this weekend, McCarthy's name gets brought up, Tomlin's name has been kicked around in the past. I don't know how much more anymore. Uh, Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia, like is there – is there a way to measure that, like the urgency or like a checkout factor from a coach who may be a dead man walking? No, I, mean, I don't think there's any dead man walking this weekend, but I don't think there's a way to measure it. What I always say is intangibles are called intangibles because they are intangible. You can't measure them, but that doesn't mean they don't exist, and it doesn't mean they're not important, but I don't think there's any way to measure coach motivation or you know, it's, it's coaching is one of the hardest things to really measure because we, we can talk all about whether these guys make analytically smart decisions on fourth down, but trying to measure their ability to inspire and motivate players, that's just not something you can measure with numbers. Does FTN Fantasy have any lines on Bill's next destination? And I'm just going to have you, I don't know if this is going to be an expert opinion or prediction. Yeah, where's he going? But just toss out your, your prediction. Yeah, tell us, Aaron. <laughs> Tell us where uh, we going. don't have any lines. On, we don't have any lines on that. I, I don't think Atlanta makes sense because uh, I feel like the best place for Bill would be a place where there is a young offensive coordinator who runs a modern offense and a quarterback already in place 
So what Bill can do is run the defense and the locker room. So I think the best place for him is the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm afraid that if he went to Atlanta, he'd bring in his guys. They'd run his offense, which is pretty old school. They'd get some kind of caretaker quarterback to run it who was pretty unexciting, and they'd just go 8-9. Okay, well, I, uh, if you're if you're not convinced on Atlanta, we can direct you to Ryan Garvin's parody song earlier today. Belichick went down to Georgia. Uh, you can seek that out, Aaron, on your own time. He is Aaron Schatz, the chief analytics officer, FTN Fantasy. Thanks for joining us, previewing this weekend's matchups. We've been very hung up on Bill and his future and Gerard Mayo coming in, but it's good to uh, get a look at those games on Super Wild Card Weekend. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, Aaron, thanks, Aaron. Aaron Schatz, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. I like how he said that last part. It's like, look, it's called an intangible for a reason, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. A lot of the analytics guys refuse that second part, and they refuse to acknowledge that second part, and I was about to press him on it until he followed up with that. I'm like, wait a minute, so you can't measure intangibles, so you just you don't think they're real? No, it has an effect, is what he's saying. Right, no, no, he, and he yeah. explained that, which I'm happy he said the second part, because a, a lot of people in analytics, and I, I don't completely disregard them. When they help my argument, I use them, <laughs> and when they don't, I crap all over them. Mm. But, like, but to me... To me, the the idea that intangibles, because they can't be measured, don't exist, that is foolish. So I'm happy he acknowledged that. But how does it play into this weekend's super wild card matchups? If I knew, I wouldn't have got like 10 straight NFL games wrong. So if I knew, I would have a better way to look at that. Uh, he only bothers uh, to spend his time on stuff he can measure, which is probably why he's good at picking games, unlike yours truly and this show in general. Uh, 617-779-7937. More of your phone calls coming up. And we have triple play next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best. I don't live in a hotel and it is Friday, so let's start filling in some blanks. Number one. All right, Jones and Mego, we'll start with you, Mego. The closest comparison to Bill Belichick in any other sport is blank. You guys are going to hate this. Okay. I know the obvious one is Popovich. Yep. And especially where one. he is right now. But I feel like that one is so obvious, it's boring. So I was thinking about culture. And I was thinking about how much I turned my nose up at heat culture, except for last year during the Eastern Conference Finals when I really had to accept it. And so I went with Pat Riley. Because it's oh, like wow. okay, good. heat culture is to Miami fans what the Patriot way is to New England fans. Pat Riley has five championships he has it with two different franchises, mostly with the Lakers. But there is like a cultural aspect 
And the That's other part one. is that I, I think that is I think yeah. that is a really Thanks. good one. I agree. Actually Thanks. good. And 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 also like <laughs> And also they both genuinely hate people in the league. Well, there's that. And are hated. Also like the Heat were nothing before Pat Riley got there. So like there's that. I mean, you know, the Patriots had at least made a Super Bowl before uh Bill Belichick got there. I know he was on staff, but let's be honest, he didn't have a ton to do with that one. But you know, I mean, Pat Riley is associated with putting the heat on the map. I think that's uh, that's somewhat with Bill. I, I never would have thought of that one. I think that's a great yeah. one. If you like that idea, listen to Slammed, a new Boston Celtics podcast so did, by me. I did see this today, so that that's the name of it. I yeah. thought, Ryan. It's all what, about Pat Riley. Ryan, what was it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a narrative podcast. It's 20 parts about Pat Riley. What was the name on the cutting room floor? Just the tip-off. Yeah, I thought that's what it was called. <laughs> and so it's, it's, uh, about, you make it? it's about, what's her name? Lorena. Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not to be it's confused. It's a narrative podcast. Or not to be confused with... with it's, a, yeah. it's a true crime podcast, actually. <laughs> not to be confused with Lauren Bobert, who we were talking about that name. You guys right. know and who Lorena Bobbitt is? <laughs> we started talking about Just Lorena Bobbitt, of course. They knew yes. who, who she was. No, they, they absolutely did. Those were like those were like Linda's pals, too. Those were That was like a <laughs> Linda's woman's social outing that day. That's who that's who that was that you were asking that to, Arkan. Just yes. FYI. That's why we didn't get Marcus Stroman, I think. Uh, <laughs> true. That might, that might be the case. Um, look, I think Pat Riley's a great one. I didn't think about this one all that hard. I mean, Nick Saban was in the news this week. Bill's in the news this week. They're borderline joined at the hip. Nick Saban went to, was it nine championship games and won six? Uh, Bill Belichick went to nine Super Bowls and won six. Like, they're they're basically exactly the same. I saw Stephen A. debating this the other day. Who are you going to remember as the, the greater one, the greater impact on their sport? Which I thought was an interesting question. Uh, I would lean Saban uh, only because... He did it with multiple different quarterbacks in multiple different ways, whereas Bell only did it with Tom Brady. Uh, it's close, but that's how I would skew. My answer is Saban. But I think that's more boring than Riley. I like the Riley answer better. Stephen A. also had an interesting perspective on Jason Whitlock recently. Uh, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He did indeed. That was good stuff. All right, let's get to our second film. I'd, like, I'd like to hear Stephen A. on his on his late night uh, show talking about Lorena Bobbitt. That's what I want. <laughs> that would yes. be good. Yeah. Number two. All right, the NBA Netflix show. If you didn't know this, the uh, NBA is uh, partnering with Netflix to release a show similar to the quarterback show that they had uh, where they followed various quarterbacks around. Jason Tatum's going to be Do in it. Do they have a name for it? Yet? Uh, the NBA Netflix show? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. You uh, can use just the tip-off. We could. Yes, just the tip-off. I think it's <laughs> a good one. Um, so the question here, Jones, the NBA Netflix show will be blank than the QB show. Oh, I think it'll be worse. And I think it'll be, you know, slower moving and more boring. But I, I, my word would be, I think it'll be worse. I, I like the quarterback one. And Mego, I know you thought it was a bit fluffy, which it was. But I, I could take that for what it was. This one I'll watch a lot closer. Tatum's involved. There's like an actual local athlete involved that's My relevant. Has bacon. That's relevant to us. You're going to get lots of insight like that. So I'm going to watch the the NBA one more critically, which maybe I'll pick it apart more. I was just watching this like I watch. Um, what's the golf one? Why can't I think of what that one's called? All the right swings. No, uh, good name though. Uh, but uh, whatever the golf one's called or the tennis one, uh, like I've, wa- I've watched those. I enjoy those, and I don't think about them very critically. I'll watch this more critically, but. I think the way the NFL is covered is more interesting, and I think because it was first, I imagine it'll be even more open, and I don't think that one was all that open. This one, I think they'll, the athletes will be even more guarded because they know what's coming. I think it's going to be a lot worse is how I would say it, just to double down. You know, I didn't love the quarterback show. I, I watched most of it. When it just got down to Patrick Mahomes going back to the Super Bowl, I, I watched the season. And I watch a lot of sports, and I follow a lot of sports, so I just found it incredibly boring in the moment. I don't well, even some think stuff I've, you had already seen, for yeah, sure. I yeah, I don't think I even finished the last episode, to be honest. This one, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle it. 
because I think it's going to be so fake and sanitized that it's going to drive me nuts because one of the people that they're having on it, Arkan, as you know, is Anthony Edwards. Mm. And if you're following what's gone on with Anthony Edwards recently, it's not made for Netflix. What? What's? I don't know There's what's going on with There's just some them. like spicy personal relationship stuff going on. Yeah. There is? Allegedly. Anthony Edwards, allegedly, according to the internet, uh, had a... It's, well, had a, I don't know. Just how, how would you describe yourself. it? Yeah, you yeah it's, it's a very complicated situation. Google right now. Was, but, is it like, is it kind of Zion-ish? Kind of, kind of. Kind of. Either way, like, and I want to be it's sensitive to It's in that vein, it. I'd say, yeah. It's a tough situation. And so I'm, it's just like the kind of thing where it's like you have somebody who is a rising star in the NBA, and then you're putting them on in this huge spotlight and then the stuff that's going on in their life, you're clearly not going to talk about because it's highly sensitive personal information. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And yeah. so... This is I'm, the rumor? So I'm like, I don't know that I'll be able to even watch it because I'm just going to go, you know, what are what is the point of this? Okay. I thought that was going to be a more fun rumor. That's not a no, very fun rumor. No, it's not. Okay, it's so, terrible. So when it comes to... Who else is in it? It's Tatum. It's LeBron. It's Anthony Edwards. Who else? Uh, Jimmy Butler and DeMontis Sabonis. Oh, you're not going to... Ryan, I know you... Jimmy I, Butler has I, something to say. Hang on. I just heard you poo-poo Stop. Butler. Stop. But you love, you love the Ox. The Ox and the Fox the out there in Sacramento. Are you going to watch that? Yeah, I'll watch for the Ox. You think Arvidas makes a cameo? Definitely. I would hope so. Just give me some Arvidas highlights, if nothing else. Uh, okay, but yeah, neither Mega or I are a big fan of the uh, idea. I will watch, though. Go and ahead. And it is yet to be titled, by yes. the way. All right, here's our third fill in the blank. Number three. All right, they've lost three in a row, all overtime losses, and three out of their last four... Blank is the main reason for the Bruins' recent slump, Mego. So, I would say reality, which <laughs> is unfortunate. Look, I know that they came into this season with another super hot start, and you're looking at it going, okay, Bergeron and Krejci out isn't going to mean that much. You have this youth movement going on, and then you get into this point in the season, and I think you're going to see a little bit more of the cracks. I know that Montgomery was talking about how bad they are with their penalties that they're fourth most in minors right now I wouldn't put point to that as just like one overwhelming issue with the team I just think that they're starting to come back down to earth and there's going to be some tough spots like this yeah I think in general their their scoring is down and it's something they need I don't know if that's like a recent criticism uh, I want a wing over a center but I'd take either they need another top six forward I again would would focus on the wing personally so I think they need help from outside the organization Constantly blowing these leads is a problem, though. Leading after two, and then, you know, just even losing in these shootouts. Some of them, of which they've blown the lead, not last night, where they evened the game up at one apiece. Uh, Grizzly scored after Eichel's goal. Generally, I think scoring's their issue, but they, they got to protect some of these leads. And I know there's a lot of people out there that believe Bergeron's at the heart of that. Uh, I hate to blow it up for you. They blew some pretty big leads and some pretty big games with Bergeron here as well. So that's been a long-term running thing with them. they got to clean that up. Uh, but I would say scoring's number one, Arkin. All right, and there you go. That is the uh, fill-in-the-blank Friday here in the Triple Play. Okay. That's uh, each and every day at this time here on Jones and Mego with Arkin. We'll get back down to it. All the latest rumors on the Patriots. Bill out. Mayo in. Kraft stabbing Bill in the back after one nice day a little over 24 hours later. We'll get to all of that from Seth Wickersham, Mike Reese, Albert Breer, that's next. Just because your Patriots aren't in it doesn't mean you can't get in on the action. It's an NFL wild card weekend on WEEI. This Saturday, game one, Browns and Texans, followed by Dolphins and Chiefs. Coverage gets underway Saturday afternoon at 3. This is Kevin Harlan of Westwood One.
Catch all the NFL action exclusively on WEEI. WEEI's coverage of the football postseason is brought to you by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.